Hello, everyone. Welcome back to the Don't Be Stingy podcast, episode five. Yes, I am aware that it's been about five, six months since I've been or since I've done an episode, but you know, it is what it is. I said I wanted to be consistent. Once every five months isn't what I was looking for, but here we are. So there's been a lot that's happened within the past six months. Where we left off at was the 100 day project, and I did complete that successfully at least two miles a day for 100 days. A wife, she did about 96 days. I know there was a, a day here and there where she, uh, she was complaining like her hip was hurting. So I told her, you know, just to chill and ride the stationary bike and whatnot. So she did complete that. We did start a second one, but it's not as consistent. It's not an everyday thing. It's at least a mile, 100 days. I think I'm in like day 60 or something like that. Um, we took a break just because it was getting out there every day. It's, it's not that we have anything to do. It's just, you know, it's hot, you know, August in Austin, hot as hell. You know, one update from me is uh, it was my birthday uh, on Thursday, the night, August 19th, today's Sunday, the 22nd. And uh, I wanted to do 36 miles for over the weekend for my 36th birthday. Uh, the last time I tried to do something like this, it was on my 27th birthday. I went out with my brother and my cousin and we did 27 mile run starting in the morning to the afternoon. I knew I wasn't going to be able to do that this time. So I was like, well, let me just spread it over the weekend. It sounded easier. But then once uh, Thursday came, I was like um, nine miles a day in spirit seems easy. But once you're out there, it's tough. Um, I went out, I took Thursday, half a day, uh, Friday, half a day. And I started say I was going to do two miles, a two mile loop. When I got out there, that first one felt good, you know, uh, didn't drink sober. Uh, I ate decent. I uh, had a decent amount of water. So that first mile is good. You know, two in the afternoon feels good. Then when you start to come back, you're like, Ooh, you know, that heat, you know, it's like, no wonder no one's out here walking at this time, make it back, uh, do a little bit of work. I get ready to go out at four again. I was like, okay, let me walk in the shade this time. So I'm like trying to get as much shade as possible on the way back. You start to feel it, start to feel that heat. And then right, like right after that fourth mile, when I'm back home, like my shoulders started to burn, my skin started to burn. Like I had, I did have sunscreen, but you know, that heat gets to you. So I'm trying to pound water, stuff like that. So all that being said, it was tough. Uh, the most I got to was uh, 20 miles. I decided just to cut it at that. I did uh, six uh, on Thursday. I did seven on Friday. I went out in the morning. We went out around eight in the morning uh, before my uh, morning my morning meeting. We got two. And then I went over to my parents' house and I did five. Yeah, five with my uh, dad and my uncle. The first one we did, we was pretty hot. We went out and then we did like a 5k, a uh, three mile loop around seven. That was really good. And then Saturday I kind of spread it out. I did uh, eight, 10, and then I did one in the evening. I can't remember what, what time before the uh, Pacquiao fight. So, and then this morning I did one Saturday, Sunday morning, just, I was like, I just got to do the 20 or whatever, but yeah, like I woke up sore, my feet hurt, have a blister, uh, not as bad as I thought it'd be, but uh, I wish I could have gotten a little bit more miles. I wish I would have planned it a little bit better. It was kind of a for the moment, like a week out kind of thing. Like, hey, I'm just going to try to do 36 miles. I think I would love to do something like this again. Uh, just have it better planned out. You know, maybe when it gets cooler, you know, maybe September, October, November, something like that, where like the heat's not a, a factor. And obviously I need to lose some weight so I can um, uh, do that more comfortably. What I've been up to. Uh, these past five, six months, just working. Like, I don't want to say I'm too busy to not do it. It was just every time I've had planned to do this podcast, 
I would always delay it and delay it and then uh, push it and push it. And, you know, ended up just those months, you know, you get used to just doing something else and those months go by and you're like, oh, you know, oh my God, it's been five months and I haven't done anything. The reason I decided to do this, I'm going to do another podcast. Uh, I know I spoke to it early in these episodes. If y'all remember, go back to listen. Uh, My brother and my cousin do a podcast and my brother's going to take a five-week sabbatical. He said he needs to focus on some other stuff. So, I mean, they're consistently doing it every week. They've done it every week for about a a little bit over a year, like a year and a month or something like that. And he said he uh, needs to take a break. So my cousin hit me up and he's like, hey, do you want to do, you know, do you want to co-host? And I said, you know, sure, why not? And uh, he said, like, we we talk a lot, so we get along relatively well. He wants to see how we kind of connect on a podcast. I ended up sending him my podcast uh you know this one it was weird because uh, i sent it to him over the weekend over a weekend uh he hit me up monday morning i wasn't expecting anything from it and I- i'm not used to uh voice chats like uh just voice not a voice text like an actual voice message but in in a chat and he said that uh it sounded good he liked the one uh hanging with john he said we he thought uh, we got along well he said um you know he was real gave me some compliments he said that uh, he thinks i felt pretty comfortable speaking by myself on a podcast and uh, he said, just to try to be more consistent. And I kind of took that. And even f- from then, that was like two weeks ago. And I was like, I'm going to do it. So it's been two weeks of me just, I've had this episode kind of plotted out, but um, never pulled out the uh, the good old microphone here and put it on put it on uh, audio. So I've been kind of thinking about that. And it has kind of been uh, kind of stuck in my head that, you know, I should just do this just for fun. You know, just like today, all day. Sunday, I'm recovering, trying to drink some water and stuff like that. I'm, I have some coffee next to me and I was just waiting around. I was like, well, that, you're, you're not doing anything. You know, you could I'd probably be playing video games or something like that. So it's like, just uh, just do this and put it out there. You know, who's going to listen to it? Who cares? You know, I, I'm, I'm fine. Just uh, just doing my own little thing here uh, where no, you know, in the corner where no one knows. One of the main reasons I decided to do this right now is kind of spur of the moment since my brother was the one who recorded a lot of the audio and sent it to my cousin. I'll have him on here, by the way. I'm just going to do his and I'll schedule uh, one time so he can come to ours. Maybe he can do a, you know, promote mine on theirs. But um, he, my brother recorded a lot of the audio, converted it all and sent it to my cousin so he can edit. You know, that's what he likes doing. So I'm kind of practicing for that. I'm trying to put just a short podcast together just to remember how uh, everything went, how the editing went, how the uh, file conversion went, how uploading it and saving it and emailing it worked. You know, I kind of forgot I was doing it there a couple of times and now I'm like, Oh crap, you know, <laughs> I'm, I'm going to, I'm going to uh, remember how to do this, you know, without looking stupid. So I was like, all right, let me, uh, let me do a little short podcast and, and figure out where we can go. I don't want to overcomplicate anything. Like I said, I wanted to keep it usually like the podcast, like, do like an open topic forum. And then at the end, it's like, uh, what have I been into? So uh, like a, a recap of the week was me walking. It felt good. I haven't felt that good in a long time. Like I said, I used to, at the time when I was doing it, I, didn't, I never really considered myself a runner, but now looking at it, I was like, oh, it was like being, a, you know, running all the time, you know, doing that consistently. I guess you can consider now I would consider myself a runner then. Uh, yeah, we did a couple of marathons. The most we ever did was, I think the 27 miles only one day. We've done a couple marathons, half marathons. The goal is to try to do a marathon in every state starting next year, spread out over years. 
I don't know if I can get to a, a full marathon, but I told my cousin I'll at least do half. I mean, I don't know. I see all this shit now, but we'll see when we get there. The year's almost over, so we'll see. No, but I just know that I need to eat better, lose some weight. You know, that's really what it is. Like I have the mental strength to be able to push through, but you know, sometimes uh, the body, the body will say no. Uh, I know on Friday when I was walking, the heat got to me, so we got back to my parents' house. I started like cramping my back, so I like laid down on my uh, parents' floor for I'm, for like thirty minutes or until the next walk, and just kind of stretching and stuff like that. And then uh, we went out for another walk. And what's that old uh, that old term? See a penny, pick it up. Then all day you have good luck. You know, it's just in me. So I bent over to pick up a penny, and like I could feel like my back just like stretch and pop. You know, so <laughs> so I was like, oh, that's that belly you got, bro. That's why <laughs> that's why it's doing that. Uh, my knees are good. Uh, don't feel a lot in my knees just yet. It's more my ankles and my feet. You know, just being on your feet that long or walking that long, it's going to wear on you. So I know for sure just a nice pair of those, uh, the sturdy shoes I used to make fun of when I was a kid. Like, you know, you'd see people out running and they got those like big tanks, you know, super cushion, super protective, extra wear like that. Those are the ones that I have on now. I use Brooks Glycerin. And uh, that that cushion, you know, it helps the big, I, we call them big boy certified. You know, it's like I got nice pair of tights so I don't get the chub rub uh, between my legs and a uh, nice loose pair of shorts. I know I'm going to sweat all the time. So I, I uh, what I did, I would just change my shirt and uh, dry my shorts and just go on again, you know, just make sure you're hydrated. But yeah, I need that big boy certified gear now because uh, I'm there. I just turned 36. So, you know, the grandfather, grandfather clock is coming to me. Yeah. Speaking of grandfather clock, uh, I'm big into boxing. And it was kind of kind of sad uh, watching the Pacquiao fight yesterday, Saturday. Just father time caught up to him. Like the, the guy who he was fought was no, you know, no was no punk. I think a lot of people didn't know how good the guy was. I've seen I've seen the guy who got fight two or three times, and I was like, he's super technical. Uh, one big fight didn't go his way. I thought he won uh, versus Sean Porter, but yesterday, like he proved, you know, Manny's not the old Manny of uh, before. Man, he had the movement. It's just like that, you know, his his brain still had it, but his legs weren't there. So whenever he'd go in to throw a punch, the guy was just out of his range and catch Manny coming in. And he kind of gave Manning a good, uh, he didn't beat him down, but he gave him a good ass kicking, like enough to a point where I think Manny should probably uh, think about retiring. Not because he doesn't, he, I mean, he's probably better than a lot of the uh, people at that weight class, but those elite fighters were, the, those are his only fights to honestly make uh i don't think he has a shot like he does before yeah he got a little got a little tore up yesterday on that same undercard uh there was robert guerrero versus uh victor ortiz and when they announced this fight like i, I sent it to my buddy at, who i was at his uh, house yesterday and i was like man check this fight out and he's like i didn't know you know i didn't know they announced that fight and he's i said you know this would have been a, a good pay-per-view main event you know 10 years ago and he's like more like 15 years ago and i started thinking okay, he's right you know he's like these dudes i mean the way they were talking about him yesterday uh they were like uh these great warriors you know like they're they're at the end of their career one of them was 34 and the other one was 40 like the way they were talking about him they thought like there were these like old you know, battle-tested warriors or whatever. And I was like, man, he's 42, you know? So, so it was kind of weird the way that they were talking about the, the undercard. And then this, uh, you know, Manny at being at 42, uh, still a great athlete. think he can do a lot. I know he's thinking about running for president in his, in his country. So he, you know, he may have seen this uh, fight was supposed to be against Spence. Who's a, uh, maybe the number one or tied to be number one welterweight, uh, you know, pound for pound welterweight. So that was a chance Spence had an injury to his eye. So, Obviously, that fight couldn't be made. So 
Maybe this is a swan song. Who knows? There was a couple great fights. Uh, I think Seha versus like uh, a Filipino fighter. And they were going back and forth, banging it out. And I don't know. Something happened. Dude got caught. Just got, I mean, one punch knockout. He was out, you know, even before, you know, before he hit the floor. So it was kind of scary afterwards. He's just like laying there, uh, passed out. And then uh, when they sat him up after a while, like he still, he, then he went back and laid down. I think, I mean, I think he's okay, but you know, just to getting that, getting your brain shook, you know, we'll do that to you. And to wrap up this short podcast, I usually like to wrap it up with what have I been watching or what I've been into. One big thing. I don't know why somebody mentioned bar rescue to me. I had seen like the final seasons, maybe like the final, not even the whole season, final episodes of the the last two seasons. It is, you know, bar rescue, same, same thing over and over. But then I was like, okay, let me go back and watch from the beginning. I went through, uh, I mean, usually seasons are like 10, 12 episodes. Like this one, I think the first season is like 10 episodes. Second season is like 28. Then it's like season three is 38. Then season four is like 58. It's like some random ass amounts. So I think I went through like almost a hundred. I'm not lying to you all day long, all night long, just have them have it going. And the, the formula of the show is the same, right? He goes in, buys on a a bar. He doesn't like what he sees. He goes in there, he shuts it down, brings in his people. They train. Then he leaves happy. You know, there'll be an argument with the owner here and there. Some owners are uh, into it. Some are big pushback. There's an argument. They clean and they're like, oh, this is the dirtiest kitchen I've ever seen or dirtiest bar I've ever seen. And then they clean it. And then they, they say, you know, at the end of the episode, their sales went up, blah, blah, blah. And then um, I think the last two seasons, they had a, what's called like back to the bar where they had like updates on the bar. Th- those were honestly more interesting just because I was tired of seeing the show. So I ended up just kind of watching those and seeing, you know, the updates on the bar, which one's still open, which one's closed. Uh, there was a couple they did here in Austin. I think they did like three or four here in Austin. One stayed open, the other three closed. One, when I did the research on it, as, as I'm watching the episode, when I did the research, they sold their, I think they had one bar and then ended up buying another one. Because this show is, I think, 2012, 13, 14, something like that. And uh, they ended up buying another bar, sold those two bars to a, uh, to a, uh, I guess, a company who owns bars. But they sold it February or March of 2020, which is right before the pandemic. So those people got out smooth and clean uh, before everything closed down here. So I thought that was, uh, that was a, good, a good way to get out for them. Another thing, uh, 90 Day Fiance, I know I've been talking about it. Uh, basically, from when I f- first did this season, uh, the episode previously to this one, an entire season has gone by. Today is the last, the second tell-all, which is, you know, they bring everybody back, talk all the shit, do whatever they have to do. This season, I know it's all all scripted, but this one is like over-the-top scripted, and it was kind of off-putting. Uh, there's one character on there, Angela, she's like, when she got into an argument, she like pulled out her boobs. Like, I mean, who does that? Who does that in a in an argument? Another one, like the family doesn't like one guy and then they fight and every time, like they basically the whole season was fighting the dad crying. Let's get everybody back together, fighting again, everybody crying, you know, that kind of thing. So it's kind of like a recycled thing. There's another show that's related to that called Pillow Talk. I think my wife and I just end up watching that. You know, it's like reactions to the show. You know, you get you already know kind of the formula of the show. So you see. Uh, their reactions there some of most of the reactions are genuine i know they they can't straight shit talk like a character on the show because they're part of the show but you can kind of tell when somebody in the show says something dumb you know like they don't they don't lean in you know they don't agree they're like hey man that's a stupid thing to say so you know it's kind of kind of funny there there's a spinoff from uh 90 day uh fiance cut love in the caribbean that's kind of refreshing to watch because you know it's going to be kind of the same thing but 
Uh, it's new, new couples, new characters. There's, there's what I feel so far less scripted stories, right? There's like just there's, there's always the older couple. I mean, like more mature couple in their thirties, forties, and they're trying to reconnect love. There's one person who traveled to, so it's all Caribbean islands, right? Jamaica. I think there's like a Yucatan one. Costa Rica, I think was one. The American goes to Jamaica on vacation, meets a guy, gets pregnant, comes, well, comes back, finds out she's pregnant, goes back to the island and wants to convince that guy to marry her so she can bring him over to America and live the happily American life, whatever that is. And he's just like, nah, like, I don't, I don't really want to do that. And they've only known each other for 17 days. So you can understand why he's relatively, you know, put offish about that. And he's also a little bit, you know, he's more mature. He's like 35. He's like, if I'm going to get married, I want it something, you know, I want it, a marriage is marriage. You know, he's like, I will, I will hundred percent will put my heart into marriage, but I don't want to just get married just to leave my country to go to another country, which I don't know. There's that one. There's like a, a younger couple. It's same storyline. She wants him to get his shit together, get his paper, you know, get his affairs in order so they can get married and come to America. Immature. So he doesn't do it. They go to a bar. You know, it's, I mean, you know how it is. I don't want to want to dwell on that. I'm not sure if I talk, talked about it on the show previously. Ended up watching the F1 Drive to Survive on Netflix. And it's more about the storyline of the teams, not the actual racing. And I really got into that. I just started watching F1 racing. It's usually Sunday, our local time. I think like the races start in between six in the morning, eight in the morning. And I've actually woken up to watch all the races. I think I missed the first one just because I was still watching the show. So yeah, I think it was the second or third one. I ended up watching. Now we kind of made, we, uh, my wife and I both wake up early to watch them. And then we order some breakfast, you know, Starbucks or McDonald's. We, we try to order different breakfast every time just to kind of sit up and watch the watch the race the race take anywhere from an hour hour and a half you know if there's an accident or something goes two hours and then a lot of my like my cousin and another buddy of mine I was like just watch the show and you'll like it and then they ended up watching the show and I mean it's a good show if you listen to this and you got Netflix watch it F1 Drive to Survive there's three seasons it's good yeah so they got into it now we're all you know six in the morning all you know talking shit texting each other back and forth you know, about the races and stuff like that. So it's been fun. You know, it's a new thing to get into. I'm not like a super fan. You know, I I, I do like Team Red Bull. I uh, like the driver, Max Verstappen. Spoiler alert, they ended up picking up a Mexican racer, uh, Sergio Perez. They call him Checo. And, you know, he's a good number two to Max number one. It's been a good season so far. There's been some kind of disappointing races, some big crashes. Luckily, there hasn't been, uh, you know, anyone get super hurt. But there has been some some pretty crazy crashes. And I don't know all the rules. You can watch it like there was number one and two. They kind of bumped into each other. Lewis Hamilton kind of nudged him. You know, the argument was who took the line, who didn't. But Max Verstappen went flying into the wall at, you know, the highest recorded speed or G's. I think it's like 51 G's into the wall, you know, just I don't know, a couple hundred, 200 miles an hour or so, something like that, something crazy. Luckily, the cars are safe. I think he uh, hurt some ribs or something, but he, he was able to walk away from it. So that was, that was pretty crazy. I have my notes here. Yeah, it was just going to be a, a short show. Hopefully it wasn't ums and uhs. Hopefully I can get consistent with this. I think recording with my cousin on his other podcast will kind of make me want to uh, do this more, maybe do like a recap of what I thought of that podcast or how I feel so far. I don't want to step on anybody's toes. You know, it's my brother's podcast. He wanted to step back. You know, you got to do what you got to do. You know, it is what it is. I, I uh, after we talked to my cousin last week, I did talk to my uh, brother for about 30 minutes. I hadn't talked to him in a while. Um, my, his uh, dog had passed. He has a dog, a chocolate lab Dodger. 
who's the brother to my dog, Dexter. You know, I would send him a lot of messages. I would send him messages like I would send him sad, sad songs, like One Sweet Day or something like that and send him a message, just a silly message, like honestly talking shit. He never, he didn't respond, but I'm not the one to, you know, say like, keep your head up, you know, kind of thing. That's just not me, man. That, that doesn't come from me, but I do try. So ho- hopefully he took my making fun of him as a, hey, man, we're out here thinking about you. And when I did finally talk to him, we, we were on Zoom chat for like 30 minutes and we kind of talked back and forth. He seemed kind of standoffish a little bit, but I, you know, I want him to know like, hey, we're here. I'm helping with this podcast. They did, they have a good thing going. I don't want to step on anybody's toes. I just hope to st- stand in there, help do my best, do what I got to do, help the show and then step back when uh, when it's time for him to come on. And hopefully that that experience I have with my cousin who has done it for a year, has the editing experience, has the speaking experience, that consistency that I, I can learn from that and do my do my own. You know, maybe we can uh, bring their podcast into the uh, Don't Be Stingy Studios and uh, we'll have an umbrella or something like that. But that's just me talking shit for now. So until next time, don't be stingy. Uh, uh.